Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. Join us as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff at Art of the Float. And please visit artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures from every episode, blog articles, uh, information on our, on our roundtables, all that good stuff. It's all located on the website. I am one of your hosts. I'm Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra Calm. I'm joined with Amy of Float Nashville, as always. And tonight we have guest host Melchor Satuido from Enlighten Float in San Ramon, California. We'll bring him on in just a moment here. First, I want to thank our Patreon supporters. You guys are still supporting us and more and more people are signing up and it means so much. I, we are so humbled by your support. Um, that you guys want to keep this uh, little little pirate ship afloat. Thank you so much. And it uh, really means a lot that maybe we are doing something to really help the industry here. So thank you. And thank you so much to Kelly Chapman for signing up this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see here. As When you're listening to this, it's November 1st. So we have a new, or I'm sorry, not November 1st, but it's after November 1st, which means we do have a new photo set up there. Our boy, Steve23, uh, is uh, our latest latest float model. He's in the float industry here from Mission Yoga. Yeah, so go ahead and check that out. And of course, a few of those photos are posted in the Float Collective as well. Definitely check that out. Either way, there's just a ton of royalty-free photos for people to use for their marketing and to you know add some text onto or attract some eyeballs to what you're trying to promote. So please check that out. And of course, also uh, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash art of the float. And there's also a link on art of the float.com. So thank you guys. I also want to give a shout out to float helm. Float helm is that incredible piece of software built from the ground up for float centers by float center owners. And there is absolutely no reason not to get a tour of this. I've every once in a while I see questions going across in float collective. Can it do this? Can it do that? Well, it's constantly evolving. Not everybody in the collective knows that information. I try to stay up to date with these guys, but I feel like there's an update around the corner all the time, and I, I don't always know the answer. So the real answer is get in contact with them, take a tour, and see how that software is going to work out for your for your float center. And if it's just float tanks, if you have other things going on, including yoga, what have you, check it out and see if it'll work for you. Floathelm.com is where you want to go to check them out. Let's get this started. Oh, before we start, I should say just the, just the main topic on today's show is memberships. I want to talk about memberships. I've made a change at the float shop that has had some significant impacts with us. I want to break that down a little bit, and I want to talk with Amy and Melchor, who I know has also started uh, a new style of membership with his float center. So I'm curious to hear about his thoughts on what he's doing and what his uh, what he hopes to do. Uh, I don't know if get is the right word, not necessarily get something from it, but what he hopes the impact will be uh, by creating his new membership style, which I hadn't heard of. So that'll be fun. But first, let's just check in with everybody. Amy, how are you doing this week? Hey, I am doing fantastic. Oh, wow. Good. I'm so glad, glad to, to be here. <laughs> well, as Melcher was saying before we started recording here, our significant others no longer want to hear about our <laughs> day in, day out and all the problems. Which is Truth. especially troublesome for me because she's also my business partner, so <laughs> <laughs> that causes some hiccups. But uh, yeah, it's it's good to see you guys, and it'll be fun to break everything down this week. As we do every week, it is yeah. quite nice. So yeah, it's great to see you. It is good to be here. Lots of stuff happening this week, though. 
I don't know about y'all, but it was a busy, busy week. End of October, you know, we're we're heading in solid to our last quarter, and that seems to ma- mean everything picks up, everything starts to move. Hmm. And of course, I pick these busy times to do things like you know, put in a new tank, which we did this week. You know, oh, you... great time of year. Wow, we put in a new tank. Well, new <laughs> being a relative term. Sure, of sure, Amy. You are the one who like schedules downtime when you know nobody's going to be in. You'll shut down to do work, yeah. that kind of thing. That did something happen? Why? <laughs> no, it, basically, what happened was um, nobody else runs on my time schedule. So w- w- this tank that we did is actually a mod. It's a modified Oasis tank. Mm-hmm. We had a, an Oasis, and it had some problems. It had some bubbling, and uh, it was just kind of making things crazy. So we decided to take it out. And Mark actually has a history with fiberglass. And so he's working with another fiberglass guy. And we did a bunch of modifications. We changed the shape a little bit. We uh, we added a light. We put in a non-slip uh, bottom. We Mark developed a heating system that he actually put in the tank itself, like underneath the tank. It's mm-hmm. built in now. Cool. And, yeah, did, um, did all kinds of little fun little things. So he was supposed to have this done this summer. This was supposed <laughs> to go in in August. Um, yeah, and we're almost November. So, yeah, normally I do plan, but planning, just because I plan it doesn't mean anybody else pays attention. <laughs> Good uh, times. Good times. Yeah, yeah. So we spent Monday. Uh, this was all supposed to be done Monday. We spent Monday putting it in, and then there was electrical issues. So we had to wait mm. for the electrician to come back this morning. And now I just, am, as we're as we're uh, taping this, I'm getting messages from Mark telling me that it's it seems to be it seems to be working. I'm like, oh, is it working or does it <laughs> seem to be working? Nice. <laughs> There's you know semantics. It matters. That's uh, really funny. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So we're hoping it works. <laughs> It seems like that, it. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> it. It seems like it. I'm not walking in the room. It's from out here. It seems like it is. And I'm just going to stay with that. Little Schrodinger's float tank just yeah, to get by. Exactly. And he tells me it's going to be ready to go. We do have it booked in the morning. So here's hoping. <laughs> I, you do that too. That's great. I, I, gosh, I mean, even if like a pipe burst or something like that, I'd be like, cancel one float. I'm going to have this puppy back up. Within the next ninety minutes, you know, like I, I, I want no downtime at all. I love it. I know. I just actually texted him back. I'm like, do you need me to come in and you know help uh-huh. with the salt? And I'm, he's probably like, oh, please don't come in. Please just leave me alone. <laughs> just leave me alone. Oh, uh, but great. yeah, so we we did. We moved in a tank this week. So that's Congrats. that's a positive that's thing. Thanks. Yeah. And um, you know how I mentioned last week that we had not heard from any of the other float centers that had reached out and there was there's nothing. Yeah. It's kind of like crickets. Yeah. Well, on our way, we went to Atlanta. This Mark and I went down to Atlanta to do some business. And on our way down, we got a call from one of the new float centers. Oh. Yeah. How so new? She reached out. She has not opened yet, but she, oh, cool. she has put in her tanks. And she couldn't get, uh, I guess they were, I, won't, I guess I won't say the name of the, the tank company, but they had come and put in all the pumps and things, but she was having trouble. It wasn't running correctly. Oh. So she reached out to Mark to see if he could come fix the tanks. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we were on our way to Atlanta, so there was nothing we could do at the time. We tried to troubleshoot as best we could, 
um, but she wasn't too familiar with the equipment as she had just literally had everything put in. Um, but he had, he guided her through, got her, got her some help. So I think it worked out. She seemed lovely. So it's nice that we have at least, we have broken the barrier and we now have contact with, with this new float center in town. So that's I'm great. hoping yeah. that it turns into a really positive experience. So that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> I dig that a lot after so many episodes of hearing about it's not like, that. That's really <laughs> Nobody cool. will talk to me. Right. Um, felt like the you know the unpopular kid at school it didn't feel so good but um yeah so that was kind of cool she's running it with her son and they are not not super familiar with the float stuff so hopefully she'll be joining us here on art of the float listening in and cool learning how to uh how to make this happen so you sent her to the float collective as well the facebook group yeah yeah i think mark did i didn't i I didn't get a chance to speak to her but yeah so hopefully she'll she'll get some get some help and good 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 and she'll be off to a smooth start in Nashville, as smooth as it can be. <laughs> do you happen to know her uh, opening date or planned opening date? I, I do not. And when Mark spoke to her, I'd ask him that because I was, you know, if she was having an open house or whatever, we wanted to go and support. But um, I don't, I think until she knows everything's running correctly, she doesn't want to, she doesn't, she's not Got setting it. that yeah, date totally. yet. That's a very, yeah. very intelligent choice. <laughs> yeah. nice. And and two, uh, she'll probably have to get, I know there's an inspection period. And with the way that things are going in Nashville, you never know when the inspector is going to show up for the Department of Health, you know, to do that Got last it. minute inspection. So totally. probably as soon as she knows when that's happening, it'll be on. Because I know cool. her tanks are full now and she's ready to go. Oh, wow. Sweet. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, Mar- yeah, cool. Great, great, great. Mark yeah. hooked her up, got everything <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, she finally Excellent. got everything ready. He's been calling her every day and making sure everything's going okay. So, cool. looks like things are working out. What a sweet guy. Excellent. Yeah. Anything else going on with you? Uh, I'm sure there's know, a million things million going things, on with you. But nothing that is <laughs> that is going to help anyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, just trying, I was talking with Melchor before we got started. Mm-hmm. Starting a second center comes with its own set of craziness um and all these little things that i thought i planned for and i didn't Um, plan for but i'm starting to like i was telling him oh my gosh i could barely handle you know social media float nashville now i have to do it for this place as well and how am i going to do this and so it's kind of changing the way that we're looking at our new hires um Hmm. but until i i I can talk about that a little bit more as we move along sure sure but other than that you know it's just pure chaos but that's (laughs) normal for this right right you know Wow. Yeah, I, there, I mean, there's a reason easier. we haven't started a second float center. <laughs> my yeah. God, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like, and once again, I'm uh, Meltor put it beautifully. He's like, it's kind of like childbirth. You forget <laughs> what it was like the first time around. Totally. So I was like, that's perfect. I've never had a child, but that sounds exactly yeah. like what I'm going through. How we change our memories to just the positive parts of it. Yeah. You forget about all the horrible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, speak, let's quit talking yeah. about Melchor. <laughs> Melchor, yeah, how are you doing? Here. Welcome. Doing how are you? Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been, uh, it's actually a dream come true since I started listening to you guys 100 episodes ago. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. So, that's very kind. I, 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 I yeah, no, you, uh, you don't realize, I guess, I mean, it's, it's a podcast, but I mean, there's literally hundreds, thousands of people that tune into this or listen to it and get some inspiration, get some knowledge. Oh, cool. It makes their day a little easier. They sleep a little better at night. <laughs> wow. I, 
Yeah, all the ups and downs of like, oh, should I do this? Uh, <laughs> am I doing it right? You know, I could I can turn to the to you guys and go, oh yeah, they 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 were able to do it. <laughs> they're no they're no great shakes. They sound like regular people. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much. Wow. You, you've really been listening for 100 episodes. That's crazy. Yeah, That's I was very fortunate to find you guys very early in in, the, in my decision-making process. Literally, you guys just started the podcast. I think it was within the first five or ten episodes because I, I had my first float in December of 2015. And then okay. within two weeks, I was, I was looking at spaces and wow. you know, trying to figure out wow. names, looking at domains. Uh, Nice, you know, nice. Going Wait, to legal zoom and trying to figure out start an LLC. <laughs> yeah, when did you open? Uh, we opened in September fourteenth, uh, twenty sixteen. So from uh, you know somewhere around uh, the first week of January when the wife and I said let's do this. Yeah, nine months later, we're uh, wow. we're throwing bags of salt in pods Damn. and pods and uh, that's the gestation period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so she's your business partner as well? Oh, no, she's my boss. Yeah, yeah, understood. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I was out of yeah. line. I apologize. I'm, I'm <laughs> underneath her in the org chart. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> she won't let me forget it. I mean, we You're tell cleaning the bathrooms. You're, you're hauling the salt around. I get it. I know yeah. how it works. <laughs> nice. Yeah, luckily she's the brains of the outfit. I just, you know, I, I have my uh, ideas I throw out there and she figures out how to make it happen. <laughs> And you, are you um, recording from your float studio right now? Yeah, I'm actually recording from the heart of uh, pod room two here at Enlightened Float. <laughs> my laptop is right on top of uh, my stealth pod here, which I call the Vader pod. Nice. Yeah, nice. And, uh, yeah. That is a that is a pretty sweet looking pod, I have to say. Oh yeah, it's my uh, it's my personal spaceship. <laughs> Nice. Well, I think we you you've joined us on some roundtables. I feel like we got a tour of your studio. You were working during yeah. a roundtable, and we got mm-hmm. to see your float tanks. Exactly. Hey, I was walking around with my uh, my laptop, showing you the uh, yeah the sanctum sanctorum here. Nice. Hey, Melter, would you mind sending a picture of that beautiful tank mm. in so that we can put it in the the notes of this podcast oh. so everybody can see exactly where you are podcasting from? Nice. Yes. I'll I, take a picture. People of need to see that tank. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So it's not with, inside the tank, it should be noted. Yeah. <laughs> just just holding it. I'm holding it like a <laughs> the biggest baby in the world. I'm cradling <laughs> it. Yeah, but things are great here. It's been an amazing cool. week. You know, um, we had some tremendous challenges in Northern California because of the fire. Oh so, yeah. And you know, I think a lot of people were experiencing some, you know, basically natural disaster fatigue. Uh, so, you know, there was an, uh, an expected dip in, in uh, people coming into float, but starting to pick back up again. Um, but it's, it's been a, yeah, a fantastic journey so far. I can't believe I, I get to do this every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. I, I feel like we are truly blessed. I mean, I know we manifested our lives this way, but it, it's incredibly wonderful to day in, day out be, to be doing what we're doing. Oh, yeah. benefiting people the way that we do it's great yeah we actually I, I i got one of those bracelets because you know people come by and you know they're on a mission this guy was from the ukraine and he was selling bracelets for his mission so i got one that said blessing so now i can't forget because it's nice. <laughs> well melcher it's it's 
very special to have you on. I didn't know you had been listening for that long. Um, I, I feel like you popped up in Float Collective and then, but, but not a hundred episodes ago, but anyway, um, you just, your, your attitude, your vibe, the presence that you put out there to the community, I just think is beautiful to be quite frank. I, I just think it's wonderful. I love that you're a part of this community and that you, you're contributing back to it and putting out your energy into the community. And to think that you get something from this show as well is really exciting to me as well. Um, but it, to me, it's an honor to have you on, to be quite honest. Yeah, not to make an Amelchor fan club episode, <laughs> even though not that it shouldn't be. But um, but yeah, there's something. You, you're a very bubbly, warm person. I always appreciate you in Float Collective. Um, always always positive, always bringing the good vibes. So yeah, it yep, is a yep. pleasure to have you on tonight. Yeah, that's, that's of course, uh, I think that's part of the business that we're in. I mean, it attracts uh, some misanthropic uh, individuals, mm-hmm. but uh, they're really, you know, angels, you know, trying to uh, do some work here. Uh, amongst all this uh, craziness that we we have to do with day to day, right? It's definitely how I describe myself. Absolutely, Angel <laughs> <laughs> Dylan. That's how I describe you too. Yeah. Oh, good. I thought it was completely different. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. Um, let me let me just share uh, one quick thing before we get in a little bit deeper into the episode here about my week, uh, yes. which is we did have an open house, which is really funny because uh, the roundtable discussion is <laughs> is on uh, holiday marketing, and one of the topics is hosting a, uh, an open house on how to do it successfully, <laughs> uh, which uh, the float shop has done better and better. I mean, we have gone from, like, depressed, like, just absolutely depressed because nobody is in our business, and it just feels so bad because you put so much effort in. You know, it, it, for us, we make sure our LMTs are there as well, like all this acupuncture, blah, blah, blah. And then nobody comes in and it's super depressing. And then it's gotten better and better and better. And we figured it out. And then this roundtable, building up to the roundtable, was like, oh my God, there's so much more information on things to do, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Sandra, and I, Sandra and I epically failed in communicating to each other. And there were assumptions of what one person was doing, um, and the other person thought it was the other person doing it. And so we completely dropped the ball on things like (laughs) all social media, or basically any awareness campaign for anybody to know that this was happening. Uh, And so um, we kind of just regressed back to the old school style (laughs) of of having an open house. which, I mean, ironically enough, my car battery was dead in the morning. So while Sandra was doing some prep stuff, I started the car up and it didn't start. So me and the baby girl got to have a beautiful morning hanging out, but uh, I wasn't even there. So uh, it was like just striking out all over the place. Um, but it was um, it was interesting because I feel like at a certain point you have confidence in yourself and when certain things, certain bumps in the road happen that might knock you down completely or like you'd just be totally depressed about in the past. Uh, They feel just more like a hiccup or a learning experience and you move on. And I was really worried about what, when Sandra came home, what her vibe was going to be, what her attitude was going to be. And, you know, it, it wasn't like she was 10 out of 10 just feeling amazing, but she definitely took it in stride and had the just the feeling of it being a lesson. I mean, that's that's really what she was talking about. Was I, I learned <laughs> learned stuff about communication, and just about how to how to put this on. Um, and uh, obviously, I, I learned about communication too. Uh, so yeah, it was. Um, 
obviously disappointing, but also just interesting. It does. It just doesn't have to suck, you know. Like, it just doesn't have to be the gut punch. And I feel like when you you've got some experience under your belt, it feels a lot better. So, and but I have to say, sweet irony about the the roundtable coming up and so much amazing information and Michelle's information in there too on things uh-huh. to help uh, promote it with your social media, um, and then to just just trip on my toes face first into the cement just wow i sweet irony anywho are you gonna try it again though yes i mean yeah before the end of the year no not before one? the end of the oh, year okay. not okay. before the end of the year uh but well i don't know Sandra and i will have to talk about that but we definitely talked about an early uh 2018 one to to get that going again because we we know what to do we know right. what we're doing i've I been swear. at those open houses you guys the one, the one I went to went great. Uh, yeah, I've, we've learned how to throw a party. Yeah. We know how to do it these days. Yeah, you just offer free cookies. It's well, great. <laughs> this comes out on Thursday. Brian shows so up. Balloons, yeah. Brian shows up and balloons. brings the party. Yeah, right. Yeah. Balloons. Did I, say that? I didn't say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, this comes out on Thursday, so if you did attend our, our roundtable yesterday, um, take notes. Hopefully uh, hopefully we, we helped you guys... Uh, know how to plan well, an execute. It was phenomenal. Good, Are you kidding? That was more information than I could have possibly believed would be in a roundtable discussion. That was phenomenal. True, true. I mean, it technically it happens tomorrow as mm-hmm. of reality, mm-hmm. but uh, as you're listening to this, that was an amazing, amazing roundtable. So, yeah, thanks <laughs> yeah. to everybody who was there. Sorry, I'm getting <laughs> crazy with the timeline here. All right, let's get back to reality here. Uh, let's see here. Um... Melchor, was there anything else you wanted to share about? I know it's kind of funny. Like, it's our first time talking to you. How was your last week? But uh, yeah. is there anything else you wanted to share before we get into our main topic? No, uh, I think, uh, yeah, the only thing I'd want to say is to all the people out there that are going through the struggle of mm-hmm. opening their center and, uh, you know, wondering if anybody's ever going to show up, you know, even whether it's an open house or, you know, your first day. Yeah. You know, the universe will bring them. You know, nice. they'll find you, you know, because you're, because you're, it, it, it's that field of dreams thing. You know, you build it and they'll come. You know, there are people out there who are who are trying to improve their lives desperately. At least I see them all over here in the Bay Area because you know they're just stuck in traffic. <laughs> you can just look over and see them, <laughs> just totally. in pain, going, "I gotta be somewhere," but we're just crawling around at 15 miles an hour. So it's a uh, it's a tremendous uh, honor to be a part of a group you know, that, that cares about their community because that's really what you're doing. You're placing a bet. You're saying, hey, my community's smart enough. They're courageous enough. They're, they get it, you know, and they're going to come and they're going to support this business once it's open. So keep doing what you're doing. You know, even if you make 100 mistakes along the way, yeah. they're all worth it, you know, because you're going you're gonna to serve so many people. Yeah, that, that's great. That's I, I, that reminds me that marketing has been such a big thing. We, we kind of I think for 2017, we wanted to really push how to better market our float centers. And I, I feel like we've done a, a good job at that, bringing on lots of experts. And um, I feel like the idea of marketing is to connect with those people, those people who are in need of this. It's showing them, look, we are, we are here. We can help each other right now. And you can join this really cool community here come on in um so that yes if you build it they will come that's great 
Let's see here. Memberships. Oh, yeah. Before that, I just want to mention, before we get into that, uh, I've mentioned it on previous episodes, but we're partnering up with ProFloat. It's a, a ProFloat has designed a basically a one-stop shop for all kinds of float supplies uh, for a float company, um, excuse me, for a float center. And so, I mean, just really any of the, the water chemistry stuff, I mean, even pumps, but uh, really anything that you might need for your float center, they're building out their store so that you can purchase it. So I really love that we're helping promote a business that is uh, within the industry. I really enjoy that as opposed to Amazon, which, I mean, we, we love those Amazon click-throughs. That makes a difference for us, and that, that really does help support us. It really does. Um, but just a little bit more spiritually, I love supporting good people within the community who are building out the community. So, um, yeah, just, uh, if you do go to, um, shop with them, just mention us if it's by phone, if it's via the website, if you go through artofthefloat.com and then, uh, to the products page, go through that portal, then, uh, it just automatically notifies them that you went through us and, uh, that, that helps support us as well. So thank you guys for supporting pro float and supporting us. Thank you guys. So yes, memberships, uh, I think I'll just start out a little bit here just to kind of talk about why I wanted to talk about memberships tonight. And we can get into it. We can butt heads and all that stuff of different membership styles and why which one is better than the other. Although some something tells me that's not really how things are going to go down tonight. But uh, and, and for anybody who's listened to the last, I don't know, a few episodes, you've probably been with me on my journey. But just to catch anybody up, uh, we, the float shop, has had one membership, two memberships, four memberships, and eight memberships since the day we opened. That's what we started with. It seemed like what everybody else was doing, it seemed reasonable, and it just seemed to be like, yeah, depending on the amount of amount you float, you know, if, if you're willing to commit to this much of floating with us, then we're going to discount it that much more. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, and Fortunately, when somebody has just come out of a float, uh, not a lot makes sense to them when they're looking at not only four different membership styles, but this is free, share with this person, shared memberships, this, that, or the other. There's just all these, this fine print that you can read that just people confuse, they get confused, they don't know which one to go with, they walk out the door, and if, um, speaking of marketing, as soon as somebody walks out the door, the odds of them signing back up again is dropped ridiculously low, uh, which is whether it's LMTs or float tanks, what have you, you want somebody to sign up for the next one while they're in-house if possible, uh, which would be true for, for membership signups as well. Um, but uh, what we did is we decided to simplify it and go, we've got one membership. And so for $59 a month, you get one float a month, you get all your future floats at $39 a month, and then you get 25% off massage and acupuncture, which is pretty crazy uh, discount. But uh, we thought it was worth a gamble. And the whole idea was that we were going to make up our money in bulk because we knew this wasn't financially very sound for us. If just all of our current members switched to that one, we'd be losing a lot of money because they're basically, they'd be getting the eight floats a month membership deal even if they just floated once or twice a month or, you know, that thereabouts, they're, they're getting a really good deal, um, which is, you know, um, in the float collective, which is where a lot of in, on Facebook group is where a lot of discussion goes on about membership styles. And, um, you know, this is one thing that I'm not in love with about our membership, but you can't share it with a spouse. And the, basically what we tell people is it's, it's such a good deal that, um, we, uh, 
we, we can't, we just can't have it be shared. I, I, I don't know. We, we say it better in person. Sorry, I'm messing it up now. But I also got confused in my head because one thing that you can do is share it when somebody comes in with you. So if you and your wife are always going to come in and that's your guys' date night once a month to, to float, then absolutely that deal, they get that $39 price point. Um, but it also encourages to bring in friends. So if you're bringing in people from out of town um, or people who are moving here or just your buddies, they are all getting that price as well, which means there's a percentage chance of those people wanting to come back or talking about us and telling more people about us. So that's the idea behind that. Uh, we launched with a sale. I believe it was $49 a month sale, which lowered the price even more, which scared the hell out of me after we launched uh, because I realized what kind of a deal they're actually getting. Um, so that was a little bit silly on my part, but um, we, it has changed our business substantially. Uh, it is way easier to talk about. So we have membership signs up and we're going to redo them, but they're very simple. People can truly understand what membership means immediately, like within less than 30 seconds of reading. And then there's not confusion. There's not, oh, which one is right for me? It's, oh my God, this is a really good deal. And I don't need to tell them that it's a really good deal. They can just see it, which is really cool. So it's kind of, they can educate themselves and sell themselves on it as opposed to me being a cheesy salesman, you know, style, which I always get self-conscious about, even when I believe in the product. Uh, we, I think our membership went up 300%, something like that. Um, maybe a little bit less than 300%, but, but I believe it tripled, uh, which was uh, amazing. <laughs> so that whole idea of um, we have to make up for it in bulk was absolutely met. Like that, cool. We can check that box. Okay, now what do our finances actually look like? Uh, well, month to month, so at the, you know, there's the beginning of your month finances and then it, it fluctuates as you pay rent and pay your employees, all that stuff. It, it, it scatter plots all over the place by all means. But when we started looking back, we had our membership sale and then all of a sudden throughout, I mean, not exactly throughout the month, but particularly if you look at one point during the month, it's just a steady number now. It's kind of crazy how little movement there is in our finances now because we just have these draws coming out throughout the month that are supplying our finances. So if we have a, a weak week, pardon that, but um, if we have a slow week, it it's we're not pulling our hair out. We're going, <gasps> let's have a flash sale or you know these things that we did in year one and year two. We're like, cool, let's keep working on that. Um, that marketing campaign that we've been working on, we'll launch that and we'll keep building on this year after year as opposed to just let's throw something at the wall and see if it sticks right now or try to make up make some cash quick so we can pay rent. Uh, so I, I am amazed by that. Part of why I did that was a friend of mine who owns a float center mentioned that oh, I'm going to get the numbers wrong so maybe I shouldn't even try, but the value of your business, if you're looking to sell it, goes up a tremendous amount if you have memberships associated with them. So let's say you're, um, I don't know, LA Fitness or Gold's Gym or what have you. If you're going to purchase a, a gym, just some somebody else's startup gym, and they're making X amount of money, then it has, you know, Y value. But if they have, if they're making X amount of money and 70% of that is memberships, then the value is way higher because 
while you can have a few good months, things can dip. There's an ebb and flow to things. Things can change. But the memberships, that recurring payment, recurring payment means that there's a steady flow of money that's going to be coming in, and there's potential to bring more people onto that membership. So uh, that inspired me just, well, it's like, wait a minute. If a chain sees value in that, what value does that mean for me? So there must be some, some reason for that. And we see it now. We see it in our finances. It's crazy. And it just allows this, <sighs> I can breathe. You know, it's, it's kind of a big deal to just <sighs> be able to breathe and go, okay, you know, where are we going to put our money? Let's invest in things. And uh, yes, uh, I was just looking at some numbers real briefly. And um, just one tiny one here is new membership signups. Uh, this month, or excuse me, the last 30 days compared to 2016 is up 500%. So like just it, it's um, changed dramatically. And the whole idea is simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. And every time we do something with marketing or anytime we add something new to the business, it's how do we simplify? How do we pare this down? How do we make this easy to consume? And we do our best not to distract from that. Even though that's not always possible, we do a lot of things at the shop but we want to push one membership. Keep it simple. All right, I've rambled for a long time. Um, first, do you guys have any thoughts on that, or do you want to pin uh, push some some holes, poke some holes in my my thoughts here? Feel free. Uh, so one question I had is: Does the new membership have any term commitment, or is it just not? Yeah, that's not something we ever wanted to do. Uh, would that be awesome for us? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we're also softies. I think we on our one float a month membership, we did have a six month commitment. And somebody would say, you know, I hit financial strife or this happened or that happened. And we just go like, yeah, of course, you're done. So um, we don't even hang that over anybody's head as far as that goes. Yeah, that's, uh, <clears throat> that's one of those interesting uh, questions owners have to ask is, you know, how, uh, you know, what, you know, what's the value of the, this business, the float itself? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the process of, of trying to figure out a stable model. Um, yes. Yes. One of the things that you mentioned that just kind of uh, brought an idea to my head is, you know, there's that people are used to in terms of everyday life, right? Their gym membership, the, mm-hmm. the bill that they have for their cell phone. Um, you know, and even when they go on and they uh, go on a Kickstarter or they see a GoFundMe, there's there's certain things that they're they're getting used to, like, options like I can support you with this amount of money or or X amount of money right. and I get mm-hmm. these benefits and so uh, I know that obviously the um, the new centers are trying to generate that excitement in their communities by doing those type of programs but the uh, other thing that I thought would be critical for it is to say this is really exclusive I'm only offering 200 or 100 yes. memberships at this price Yes. And you can only buy it from this time frame. So you lock them in early and they feel like, oh, no one's ever going to get this. And you can say, yeah, this, when I open, my price is going to be here yeah. and, and no lower than here. And I'm going to give it to you for a little bit lower than that, but I'm only going to sell so many memberships. I'm going to call it the self-care membership. There's only going to be 100 of these members. You can get in on it now, but you got to do it fast because I'm going to have a ticker that shows how many of these I'm selling. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. But that that kind of gener- of of leveraging what people are used to and other businesses that they're interacting with and trying to leverage it in in the float industry, we have a very valuable commodity 
-hmm. You know, it's the peace and quiet, it's your self-healing, whatever you want to call it. But we have to generate it. Like, this is, you know, uh, it's going to go up. It's not a price that's going to keep going down. <laughs> this is valuable, right? right? And as more people want it, it drives the price up. So lock your great rate in now for, you know, just like your cable, you know, for 12 months before the prices rise. But that type of idea for, for new centers, to think about it as something that's so valuable, I'm limiting the number of people that can get it at this price. That's I love true. that. It, yeah, it is. It's, it's a good, it's certainly a good way to start. It creates that FOMO. Um, and it gets fear, people moving. And you know, I'm not a big out. fear of missing out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's <laughs> it seems like such a smarmy thing when I say that. It's like, oh, it's so smarmy. But the reality of it is, sometimes we need that little boost to move forward to do something good for ourselves, and especially when it comes to self care, it's really yeah. hard to take that step to spend that money on yourself. So mm -hmm. sometimes you need to give that little little push and that education to lead people to something that. They know it's good for them. They just feel a little guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Like when we started putting expiration dates on our gift cards and then people started showing up, you know, like I couldn't believe how many people wouldn't turn in their gift cards. But as soon as we put an expiry date on there, it might be <laughs> the last month that they could possibly use it. But then they come in and they get the experience. And yeah, we're, we're silly creatures. We need those things to help motivate us to take care of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. I have boundaries and containers. I like to call them mm. that. And so that was a beautiful, beautiful example of that for sure. And you're right. I think really effective. Um, so yeah, a limited amount. I really like that. And that could be one thing where it's like, oh, if all of our float tanks are filled at this membership price, we're not going to make enough money, <laughs> you know, then, um, then if you can go, okay, it's only 50 people, only a hundred people. It does. It creates that little FOMO <laughs> feeling and uh, yeah, it cr creates that motivation, but also the financial security of, well, I still need people at the higher price point coming in or people paying full price so you don't completely lock it out. I, I dig that. Um, yeah. And I think too that uh, you set that expectation that, hey, this is a valuable commodity. Mm -hmm. I mean, once you, you know, a, a year is going to pass, it, people are accustomed to prices going up, not going down. So it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you're locking in this price for a certain amount of time. Even if I raise my price next year, because you're this member, you know, founding member, whatever you want to call it, nice. yeah. you know, you have some protection against the, the fluctuations in the marketplace and you can cool. still come in and enjoy this. You know, that, that is one thing I like with our membership too is, so no, you're not locked in for 12 months or what have you, but you know, if you need to cancel, like when you sign back up, then it's it's ten dollars more a month. So it does kind of motivate you to to commit to it and stay with it. And if you're going to, and and you can pause our membership, you can for a few months. That's that's built in. I think it's two months out of the year you can pause it, um, which very very few people do. But some some do take advantage of it. But what I mean to say is that while there isn't a, a term commitment, there is still that. <laughs> I don't know if it's FOMO anymore, if we're still just completely abusing that term at this point, but I don't know if it's still FOMO, but um, that, that desire to stay with it. I got this deal, you know, and I have a rock climbing membership and there are friends who have been climbing for years and they're paying almost nothing because they signed up so long ago. They're never going to, they could go two years without climbing. They're not going to cancel their membership. Now, I'm yeah. not saying that's what we want out of our customers, but that is just, that's a reality of being like, I like the, the founders, you know, that's, yeah. it's part of that. Early adopters, you know, yeah. your fanatics. I mean, Amy, I feel like you have some like uh, software that you use where you just got in for deals where I'm like, what? 
how did how are you paying ten dollars a month for that? I have to pay thirty nine ninety nine a month. I don't know what <laughs> app it is or software, but sometimes I hear from you and it's like, yeah, I was I was part of the beta or I was a founder. Uh, Brian, you've probably got ten of those. Oh, Amy, Amy and I are uh, on the and same. We yeah. because we're so alike, we all we but we buy the same deals from the same site. <laughs> so so I'll I'll mention I'll be like, Oh yeah, I bought this app like six months ago. I haven't really done anything with it yet. Amy will Amy will have had purchased the exact same thing. <laughs> Um, we've, we've compared our apps. We have. <laughs> there's one company that we buy them from in particular, and yeah, it, we 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 buy the same deals. It's crazy. It's, it's weird. Twin. You guys are separated at birth, man. It is weird. The <laughs> I have really long birth. <laughs> <laughs> one of you is put in cryostasis for a bit. I'm not gonna say who. Can't tell. For for, uh, those, for those who are <laughs> curious, it's it's AppSumo.com. They have oh, all nice. sorts of different, yeah. pretty insane deals on, I don't know, a variety of things that can help with small businesses from software and apps to a bunch of different things. So we'll, we'll have a link in the show Sounds notes. Sounds like we got a, another software episode coming up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's the same thing. It's, you know, Brian and I like this company because what we do is there's a special deal. It's usually companies that are just starting out and you pay this one price and you get a lifetime membership. And later on, you'll see other people utilizing it if it becomes really popular. And they're like paying, you know, I paid $39 for lifetime. They're paying 29 bucks a month for... Yeah you know, for as long as they use it. So it's kind of that same deal to bring it back to the memberships. It's kind of that same deal where, yeah, if you get in early, you feel, and you feel really good about it and you're kind of proud to be one of those early people. Um, I, you know, moving along that same line of thought, Melchor, I think there is some prestigious, some prestige that comes along with that. You know, the more I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm one of the original founders yeah. there's something pretty cool about you know, that and to be able to you know a year later say you know what let's recognize the people who've been with us from day one yeah. we actually have a few floaters there's not many but there's a few floaters who've been with us from the first from the first year the first few months yeah. that you know we we do try to treat them a little bit give them a little bit more leeway yeah. and a little vip and recognize them Absolutely, they, totally, right? You know, the, when they come and the very play. successful story about that is that Disney, you know, that special club, uh, those original investors in the Disneyland Club Thirty Three or whatever they call it, where they have special access to the park. There's special uh, places for them to go, um, and that's basically, you know, the way he rewarded them for taking that risk with him. Yeah. You know, those families, that they're always a part of that club. That's you know, they can go cool. in at any time and be treated like a VIP. And it, it, it goes to that point of, like, we're trying to make each customer feel special because it's a very special experience. Yes. It's a very experiential business. But in understanding our customers' mindset, why are they really coming to see us? You know, what are they really looking for? And, and driving down into that data and finding, okay, how can I customize a plan that speaks mm. to them and can be flexible enough to grow with their needs as it changes. And Melchor, that's what you've been yes, doing, right? Yes. As you've been developing your new float program, you delved into your data, looked to see who is coming and when and how often, and you developed something that's now very unique. So why don't you tell us about your float program and what you're getting ready to launch? Yeah, so I'm trying to uh, get a catchy name for it, uh, you know, float every other month. <laughs> <laughs> membership or every other, you know, month float membership. 
But basically, when I looked into the data set over the last year, we saw that the majority of our customers, the 80% in there, were coming in four to six times, eight times at the most. And there's a, the smaller group that are fanatical and are coming in and, you know, they've bought the membership, they're here every other week or once a week. I actually have one of my first customers who's booked four floats for this week because she's going through some things and she wants to come every night. Um, that membership that doing that you're doing is very similar to what we started off with, where we said basically we'll just give them a, a, the, the price that they would get with an intro because we did the, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was a $79 regular float price and then for our members, the membership's $59 and then you float additional times for $49. It's been pretty successful. People see that value. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my question was always like, okay, how can I attract more people? Who am I missing out with where they see the number and they may say, oh, can't, I can't commit to once a month or, um, you know, 59 is, you know, it's, it's tough. I, you know, I got other bills I got to pay. You know, they're going to sacrifice their own health and their own self-care before they take anything off of the table for their family or for anything else, right? right? right. Yep. Um, so it has to, you know, I was thinking, well, well why am I following the industry standard mm -hmm. of like trying to get people to float once a month, twice a month, three times a month, four times a month or whatever. Why, why not think about it from the customer's point of view who says, hey, you know what, 60's out of my budget, so I'm just gonna walk out and then maybe if I remember in a few months, I'll come back in when I'm feeling like I'm gonna break down again and, and just say, okay, if you float every other month, then it's just $30, you know, it's like almost like a layaway, but basically, um, um, it's the same membership, you get all of the same benefits, but you only get that float credit every other month. And so you don't feel bad about, you know, having them stock up because it's not going to stock up that fast in terms right. of, you know, if you miss out a month here, a month there. Yeah. Uh, but it's easier on your pocketbook. It's something that is digestible. You know, it's just like, oh, I can afford a $30, you know, data plan. I can afford, it's not really $30, but <laughs> that's how they present it to you. Right. right or uh, yeah yeah so so that's the that was the genesis of that idea just basically looking at it from a different angle because I was looking at it from my ownership seat thinking how can I drive more memberships and make it more you know but I'm speaking to a crowd that may not be there in the sense of like oh two three four memberships a month that's kind of extreme I mean uh, there are those groups of people that want to that die hard want to float every week yeah. but the greater pool are those people that I can only float every couple of months or every three months. Why don't I make a membership for them that is affordable within reach for them and gets them in consistently. Right. And then as they see the benefit they can be they can move up to the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the so the only difference in the two memberships for us is that uh, that every other month float membership will only, will not be shareable, you know. Okay. Uh, is there any reason for somebody, let's say, I, I think the one float a month membership is right for me, but I'm eh, a little trepidatious, so I'm just going to go to the $30 a month. What motivates me to ever want to bump up to the, other than sharing, like you just said, what, um, let, let's say it is just me, why would I ever want to bump up? Why not just, I, I'm assuming if I do want to float once a month, it's going to cost me the same amount? What, what happens if I want an extra float? Right. So the... Uh that's where we're tweaking it to just make it slightly different, but not radically different. Okay. You know, where 
you know, it's not shareable. So if, I, if things change and I want to share the membership, well, it makes sense to buy one float a month because, uh, you know, I'm going to be sharing it and that cost is still split between two people. But, but it's, you know, side by side, it, it looks the same. You know, the same things uh, that we're giving our members, like uh, we give them an extra 15-minute float if you're a member. So instead of, you're paying for 60, but when you come in and float, you get an extra 15 minutes. So it's a 75 minute float. That's and then VIP. How, yeah. how do you work that out? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Melchor. Oh. Uh, I'm curious how that works out with your scheduling. So we have four rooms, two hour appointment blocks. I originally started with the, the normal 90 minute blocks and on Saturdays and Sundays, and I was like, gonna have a heart attack because we're full. And we only had three rooms at the time, but trying to turn over oh, yeah. a 60 minute float in, you know, when someone's <laughs> getting out late, it gets stressful. So we said, hey, it, we had the three rooms. Let's let's go to two hours. We lose six appointments throughout the day, but we're not pulling our hair out. And then we can offer a ninety-minute float in that two-hour block because there is a segment of our customers that want to float longer. So it gave us that flexibility. We offer a sixty-minute float and a ninety-minute float, but members get seventy-five. Okay. Cool. So okay. That's the benefit of membership, along with you know additional floats at forty-nine, and then a. Some of the other ideas that we've just recently kicked around was like having uh, basically, you know, you when you come in and float, you bring your own jar and we'll fill it with magnesium sulfate, Epsom salt, for you to bring home, put it under your sink when you need no it, you know, foot bath or whatever. But just that thing of like, hey, you're coming here and you're walking out with something else, not just <laughs> your, awesome. not just the float, but we appreciate you. This is a reminder. This Epsom salt, you know, the jar is going to say enlightened float, right? And you know that salt you got because you're a member. Cool. And 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 if you want to come in, you you can refill it. We'll just open a bag and pour it in for you. <laughs> what do you think so, about that, Amy? Nice. I like it. Yeah. And I love having a branded uh, a branded uh, container. Yeah, a branded Sweet. container. We didn't want to add more plastic, but something that is reusable and can be sealed, so nice. it's not going to spill out in their car and, and be a mess that they have to clean up. The other thing was just giving them that little thing like you get 15% off any gifts or gift cards that you're going to purchase. You don't have to wait for my sale because you're a member. I'm giving you 15% off when you want to gift this to somebody else. You're bringing somebody here to flow, right? It makes sense to me that I pass on the discount to you immediately. Um, yeah. So this is this, this, those little things. And, and so, for example, the difference from a one float person to an every other float person it's just the price. It's a little bit more affordable and they, you know, they're going to float, they get that float credit on the second month of that or that recurring charge. Mm -hmm. And it's not something for them to, uh, for a lot for them to take in because the membership benefits are the same. I just say it's not shareable. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, we're going live with, uh, I haven't sold any yet. <laughs> well, you just well, put it up, yeah. right? Yeah, I just put it up. This is like really new. Yeah, yeah. very new. But the, uh, I mean, all of the customers that have come in, new floaters, they've liked the idea. And again, it's cool. I think what's most interesting to me about that is, you know, there is something about, you know, we want the membership because, you know, we kind of have that constant income. Like Dylan's finding out we have that income that trickles in every month. Um, and you know that they're going to be in, they're going to have a float. Now you have that segment. Now you're looking at um, getting that segment that 
is only coming in. Like you said, maybe they only come in four times a year, but if they get on this every other month membership, now you're bumping them up to six times a year. Um, yeah, they're less likely. It might cover, yeah, yeah I, I was just saying, it might cover uh, that that percentage that, you know, it's a nice nice percentage that you're missing out on. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of getting them in that groove and, and giving them a motivation to come in. Yeah. And then, so it's interesting. And then the other thing is uh, it opens a conversation about customizable membership plans. You know, like for oh. somebody that knows, okay, you know, I, six times or four times, if I can get you committed to keep coming to my place and break it down to even $20 a month, if I get 500 people at $20 a month, I'm, I'll be pretty happy. I know I'm not, they're not going to all come in that month, <laughs> yeah. you know, but... It, it's a commit. It, it's a way to build that relationship. That this is their float center. This is when I when I need self care, I'm going to come here because I'm already a member. You know, I'm getting these member discounts. It's, am I getting something for twenty five dollars that first month? Yeah, you're. I'll give you a bag of salt. You know, you get your jar. You get your, but you you're starting to, make an emotional connection with them, that I'm here for you. If you come back, nice. I'll be here. For you. You see why we love Melchor? <laughs> he's, he's, are you getting it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, because we're, I mean, the thing I tell people is, you know, I'm, I'm the guardian of your solitude. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yes. I'm here to make sure that you get the peace and quiet that you deserve, the self-care, the self-healing. I'm, you know, that's my job here, to create the space for you. This is, that's what I'm here all day, waiting yeah. for you. And when you come <laughs> in, I want you to know that I appreciate it, and you're not going to walk away empty-handed. That's great. I, I think that's one of the uh, big advantages of, you know, Melchor let us know beforehand, he and his family basically run the float center. They don't have employees. Am I correct in yeah. that, Melchor? Oh. So there is this consistency that every time someone comes in, they're seeing the same mm. people, they're developing that relationship, and it is pretty special when you have that float center where that's going on, I know that Mark and I, since we've been kind of backing away from float Nashville, um, it is kind of a little bit of a different feel, but there is something that is pretty amazing about being able to come in and see that same person over and over again and have that consistency and have that, that story that starts with that person and continues with that person. Um, I think that makes the membership itself even more sustainable, which brings me to another point. You know, we spend so much time developing these membership plans and putting them together and putting together the perks. But once they sign that membership, um, I think we're a lot of us, and myself included, drop the ball is taking that membership forward. How do we maintain that relationship? Melcher has that advantage, I think, because he's there. And I, and I know a lot of our listeners are at the point where they're in their float center all the time. But for those of us who aren't, who step away, what are we doing or what can we do to continue that relationship and to let them know we still, we're not just here to take the draw every month. We're here right. to, yeah. it's not just about us taking your money. It's about how can we maintain that relationship and make sure it gets better and doesn't get stagnant. Right. Because that's when people start dropping off. Yeah. It's, it's constantly, from, from what I see of successful companies, it's constantly reaching out and understanding their personal needs. Hmm. Like a, knowing your customer likes to come in at this particular time on a particular day or a particular type of month. And if you have that opening, just saying, hey, you know, 
this came up, would you like to you know, use this time? Or, or just to call and say, hey, how was your last float? I really want to check in with you and make sure that everything was the way it should be, that you found the room clean, that, you, you know, that we greeted you, that you know, we looked you in the eyes and we smiled. And just how was your day? How was your day after your float? I, I want to know that. I want to know that that float is having an impact in your life in some way, whether you're sleeping better, pain is gone. Um, even if you're nicer to your, you know, to your relative, you don't kick your dog. Tell me the story because that's why I built the place to meet you, yeah. to get to know you, you know, to meet my neighbors. And to hear their stories, yeah. which I think is a significant part of what we do. Um, there are so many people who have not experienced or don't experience on a regular basis someone who listens, who just listens yeah. and acknowledges and is present. And it sounds so simple and so stupid, and I, but it's not. I mean, it. I see people change from night, mm-hmm. night to day just because we sat and listened to them and sincerely asked, how was your day? Are you doing all right? You seem a little quiet today. Everything going okay? Yeah. Um, That's, that simple question can change the trajectory of their day. You know, because you, in that moment, you, you said one human being connecting with another human being and caring. And it's not about a transaction. It's not about, it's about that person there standing in front of you and, and feeling whether they're whole or not. And so... We can get the members. How do we keep the members? How do we keep them coming back? That's the other side of the equation. You know, because they're testing us out. I, that's how I feel when I go into a place and I'm putting in my dollars and I'm a member. I, when I walk in, I want to feel like, hey, somebody recognizes me. Somebody, you know, says hello to me or says goodbye to me. And then I'm not just there to leave my money and walk out. Right? Because I can do that anywhere. There's thousands of places like that where they want to make it an anonymous transaction and you get nothing but that, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, the widget, right? That's Amazon, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's calling you and saying, hey, did that package get there? Did, was it the right size? Uh, did you like the color? Well, tell me, you know, did it get there on time or did somebody come by your porch and take it? You know, there's not that transaction with Amazon. And so we're filling it. Here's the other point I want to make is we're filling a void in our communities because our communities are going online to shop. They're going online for these commodity type transactions. They've eliminated that interaction that they used to get with the, the you know, their butcher, their baker, their candlestick maker. They knew that family. They knew their money was supporting them. They knew they were getting value for that. And that's the void that we have in our communities that we can rush into and build those connections again. Yep. Right. Whether it's an open house and inviting some people and saying, oh, yeah, you know, your kid goes to that same school or they're in the band together or, hey, did you check out this new restaurant that opened? It's really cool. Sharing that information and that experience that creates community because the membership is the community. Nice. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't know how to follow that up. That's beautiful and correct. Yeah. And, and I just uh, love that you're talking about the community aspect of it, too, because I think that's so important and something that absolutely breeds within float centers is the sense of community, and it, it grows and it, it tightens as time goes on. So I'm yeah. so glad to hear you talking about that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we're in an industry that's growing. It's going to be going through a lot of growing pains, and there's going to be a lot of um, people coming into the business with maybe not the, the, you know, that float center DNA that most of us share. 
again. Yeah. And we have to, of course, differentiate ourselves from them because they're going to come in with resources. They're going to be able to build the, the, the elite float center, the premium float center, right? <laughs> right? But, but when it comes down to it, somebody's got to go in there and wipe the salt off the, the floor right. <laughs> of your premium float center. I don't care. I mean, it, it could be premium, but if you're not wiping the salt off the pod or the snot off the inside of the, the, the tub, it's not premium anymore. We right. are all the same at that point. Yes. Yeah. You're a guy yeah. with a mop or a rag, and you're making a space clean for people. So, I mean, you have to keep that humility. We're, you know, we're doing this for other people, and they're giving us value back for it. And even though the, the industry is going to bifurcate a little bit, there's going to be these little pockets of people that want to, you know, make it, you know, whatever it is in their imagination, it still comes down to, you know, that relationship, that community that we're striving to have in our own lives. Yeah, I want to step back a little bit, go back to the kind of the idea of Amazon, um, and how we can differentiate ourselves. And also in a kind of a, like a judgment-free zone, also talk about being the Amazon, the float center that could be the Amazon and the spectrum that we can all find ourselves in, in our float centers. And I think the level that you're, um, the, the level of attention you're giving your customers and the way that you're putting yourself out there every single day and to the people that come in is next level. It's 10 out of 10. It's as far on the spectrum as you can get as far as that care goes. And that's the most we could ask for, the most I could ask for as a customer. Um, and then, okay, I'm going to kind of come at this from a different angle. I used to work for a company called Fiserv, not Pfizer, not the, the pharmaceutical company, but financial services truncated Fiserv. Um, and this company took off because big banks, um, they, they absolutely had dominated the market, that, but they wouldn't work with these small companies. And Pfizer went, oh, they need help with their financial trans transactions as well. They're, you know, they can't get the same kind of rates or whatever with these, these big dogs. So we're going to step in with these little niche markets. And then they have become a huge dog. They're Fortune 500. They're doing amazing. I mean, by all means, they froze pay raises and all that stuff for years and years and years while making record profit. But I'm <laughs> sure that was all very good for their stockholders. So anyway, what I mean to say is that they, they found this little, little niche and they absolutely exploited that, uh, to, to, in, in a good way is how I'm trying to say that. And what I'm bringing that back to the float centers is saying is it, I don't think now I will have my personal take on it of how you run your float center from, from being a customer and being a flow center owner myself, I will have my personal tank, ta personal tank on that. Uh, but uh, sorry for that accidental pun. But uh, the um, it's not bad to be Amazon. Amazon is crushing it financially, and the more that you lean towards finances being your priority, then you want to be Amazon. You don't want to look people in the eye and have these interactions with people. You want to make money and. Uh, that is not the only place that I prioritize myself and my business, um, but I also understand that I want to make money, right? And so we're all making decisions every single day that's somewhere on the spectrum of, you know, I, I need to make money to compensate myself, and I'm here for a particular reason. All of us are somewhere on this spectrum. We're, 
two of us are probably not exactly on the same spot. But that doesn't mean Melchor thinks less of me or I think less of him for, for where, you know, how we decide to do our memberships or uh, how we think of our customers, all of that stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I promise I'm getting there. What I'm trying to get at is there is so much room still. And like Melchor said, there is this way that we do things with our memberships. And that was true when the float shop started too. It looked different than when Melchor was looking at ours, but it was, this is how it's done. This is what we're going to do. And Melchor decided to look further within that. And now he's potentially going to get this niche group of people that wouldn't be floating, that could be benefiting from this, that the float shop, for example, isn't willing to put the time and attention into reaching out to currently, <laughs> uh, as of the recording of this episode. That, that's not something that we're putting our attention into. Melchor is putting his attention into that. And he is that analogous to Pfizer, where he is going in and saying, hey, you guys, um, you know, you, you don't want to spend $60 a month. You're thinking about your family, just like you said, but how about $30 a month? That's such a smaller amount of money to think about spending every month, but I still know that I'm going to be taking care of myself. There's also not the time stress. And he's looked at the analytics of who's coming in and who potentially could be coming in and saw this as a group of people that he can take care of. And, and of course, we'll be taking care of his business as well with those $30 payments. So, um, I guess the main thing I'm trying to say about that, I feel like there are a bunch of ideas that kind of come out through the, the concept, is just that it's, and we've talked about this before, it's this nothing new, we're not done. This this industry isn't done. We have isn't done. We haven't figured it all out. And even when there the cement is drying, that doesn't mean it's the correct thing for your business and that you should stop looking at your analytics and figuring things out for your town, for your business, for your brand. There's always going to be a different way to approach things. And it's all going to be impacted by how you value finances, taking care of people, uh, and value your business. So wherever you line up on that is going to affect things. So that that's just kind of what I wanted to, to share about uh, that niche. Yeah. And just to add to that, I think it is so easy because we all talk to each other. A lot of us are mm. on Float Collective. Yes. A lot of us talk at the Float Conference and we get to this point where it's like, oh, I should be doing, we, we feel almost pushed, not pushed into it, not peer pressure, but we think this is what we should be doing and we we don't stop we're so busy we're so we're working so much we're so tired it's like okay that's what I need to be doing I'm going to go in that direction without stopping and really listening to the heartbeat of our community heartbeat of our center and creating the experience around that and I think what Melchor has brought tonight is a really great example of of how we do that and if we you know as, as he sees the success of this um, I'd love to, by the way, in about six months, hear a report yeah. on how things are going and how you tweak it and that sort of thing. But um, I'd love to see how your community responds to this thoughtful approach to your membership. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they respond too. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's a it's an amazing business. So many um, different facets of it. You know, it speaks to different people for different reasons. Mm, um, true. And, uh, you know, there's definitely room in our industry for the Amazon, the Walmart, the little guy. Right. We just have to remember that it's the same industry. We're all helping people. And you can't focus on, you know, what do they say, counting other people's money. Right. What they're doing over there is what they're doing over there. Oh, uh -huh. You know. Keep your eyes here in front of you. The grass isn't greener on the other side. Water your own lawn. Nice. You know, 
That's it. And cool. uh, your business is going to thrive because, you know, you're providing value. And, and then you have to accept the fact that once you stop providing value, the marketplace will weed you out. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how capitalism works. The day, the day you stop providing value to your customers, you'll know because the next month they won't show up. So that's why we're in it because we get immediate gratification that we're providing something of value. Other people value it. And it's, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's this energy transfer back and forth. Right. Can I, um, and this might be more directed towards Amy. I'm not hundred percent sure, but can I ask some kind of technically things here? Uh, I, I have some, some questions. Um, actually, you know, one, the first thing I'm going to ask is, or kind of give is an idea, which is, um, I should have brought this up quite a while ago, but, um, we were talking about no contracts to our memberships and something I wanted to talk about was, and, and this actually is fresh in my mind because of the, the climbing membership that I'm on is that if you pay annually, you get a discount. Have, has anybody known of another float center that has an annual price that, that, that discounts? And what do you guys think about that to, uh, you know, if you're just willing to pay everything all up front and, and you're good to go because there's that whole, um, you know, you take care of me and I'll take care of you mentality with membership prices. And so if you're willing to pay it all right now, you get that discount. Any thoughts on that? Well, we actually do a an annual membership oh, you, where you they okay. pay. Um, and we don't, we don't, <laughs> we should advertise it more. We al it always surprises me and I, sh I oh, stop being surprised. But about this. once or twice a month, yeah. somebody signs up and I'm like, I've never spoken about I really don't speak about it much. I don't talk about it. And all of a sudden they're willing, you know, here's somebody willing to pay almost $600 to buy this pack of floats. Now they, what they do, the way that we do ours, is we have a package of floats that they get. They get 13 floats. And then after that, after they use all those up, they continue to pay for that that entire year they continue to pay the lowest price so yeah so they they get a they get them bundled together we have one person who has uh some issues she was in an accident and has had some neurological issues and floating really helps her and she went through her pack of 13 within um within a month actually five weeks so she came back. She's like, okay, I want to buy another pack. I'm like, no, no, dear. You pay the same. You don't have to pay nice. it up front anymore. You just pay the same price <laughs> the rest of the year. So, That's great. Uh, so for people like that, works really, really well. Yeah. Uh, and so having that big number on there really does attract some people and really makes a difference um, to our bottom line. Right. But, uh, yeah, it, it's worked well. I, I should probably push it more. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the other, so this one really is a question, and I, I really want to know your guys' take on this. Um, let's say $49 sale price. That was our opening. $49, you'll, you get this price forever. Super cool. Yay. Everybody buys it. Great. And then it goes away. And then people are paying $59 a month. They're signing up. $59, still great price. Awesome. Yes, I would love that. Months go by. Great. Now I want to do another membership drive. I want to I get people in again. And I want to uh, either do another $10 sale, but maybe I, I won't get too detailed to do it. Let's just say another $10 sale. So it's going to go for $49 again. How do I do that without alienating everybody who's already on a membership? Do they all get the opportunity to drop to 49 Do I send an email blast out that <laughs> excludes all of those members? How do I do this and feel good about it and feel like I'm still taking care of people? Like I, Do you know what I'm asking here? 
Yeah, definitely. I do. Yeah, it's a that's a tough one. I don't know if I'd ever do I, that. <laughs> just yeah, never have a sale be, again, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's a. Yeah. It's of course, if you think about it from the perspective of your members who who you value, then you're going to mm-hmm. give them a chance to drop down. I mean, that just makes sense because okay. that's the fairest thing, you know, and they'll appreciate that. Um, right. Yep. And and you never know how many of them were, you know. Um, will stay your member another year or two because you thought of them, you know, yeah. before you thought of yourself. Right. Um, yes, that exactly. Because th- this is only self-centric. What I'm talking about right. is only about my bottom line. Not, it's yeah. not about them, what I'm yeah. talking about. What, what you're talking about makes it about them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, it, and then again, that type of sacrifice, even though it may, you know, it's going to be difficult. I mean, for any business owner to lose profits for a short time, mm-hmm. but when the customer realizes that your, you know, your intention is to serve them, serve them in the best way possible, you know, they're going to bring you more business because, you know, it's just the way the world works. They want to mm-hmm. reward businesses. Is it is this idea I mentioned earlier offline about the, the new conscious capitalism and the new conscious mm-hmm. consumer? Nice. Who, people who are looking at the triple bottom line, they're not looking at just mm-hmm. profits, they're looking at sustainability, employee mm-hmm. satisfaction, you know, the, the health of their employees, the, the, wel- the welfare of their customers, the, you know, a holistic approach. <laughs> We're in a holistic business, so we are probably the first conscious uh, capitalist business to, when you think about it, because that's what we do, right? We, we think about people. Right. I'll say, so I've been a, we have Comcast, which is our cable and internet where I'm from. And I was with Comcast for probably 10 years and my bill was getting outrageous and they were having a really amazing sale. And I called them up and I said, hey, notice you're having a sale. This is really, you know, great. And my, you know, I've been with you for 10 years and my rates keep going up, going up, going up. Um, you know, I'd like to take advantage of this deal. Well, of course, it's only for new customers. I'm like, all right, I kind of mm. get that. That's fine. But I've been supporting you for a really long time, and I feel kind of screwed over here. Can you can you help me out? Can you give me a deal? Can you can we can you work with me? Can you do something? And I would have been very happy if they just would have done something decent. You yeah. know, it didn't have to be this the the deal, but something decent. And they refused to do anything. And and I left Comcast a little bit later. I I was. And I was really angry and bitter about that. Interesting. Um, yeah. So when I hear about the situation, uh, my first thought is, you know, there's other ways to approach the sale. I think when you're starting a business and you give, you know, Melcher mentioned this before. I thought it was great. When you're starting a business, you give so many, like, founders memberships. Um, mm-hmm. And so you give them the lowest price. And you're kind of making a, a promise saying, you know what, this is going to be my lowest price ever. You know, get in now or, or say goodbye forever. Um, so when I approach sales, I think there's other ways to do it. You know, you're talking about giving them a a deal. Can you give them that deal just for a short period of time? So in other words, okay, our deal is normal $59 a month, but if you join, you get your first three months at $49. It doesn't feel like such a slap in the face. Or if you join today, I'm going to give you today's float for free. Mm -hmm. Um, if I were to do, if I were to do the three month thing, I would probably go back to my, depending on, depending on which 
if you use Booker or Helm or Mind Body, there's different ways that might you might have to do it manually. It might be a big pain in the butt, but um, you know you could say, okay, I'm making a ten dollar a month sacrifice for three months for all my new members, so. I would go back to my members and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you the same deal. Uh, I really nice. appreciate you. And you you will take a hit, but it's not a long-term hit. So I think right. there's ways to do it in a way that's ethical without screwing anybody. And everybody feels really good about it. Um, you know, and I don't think as a member, if they said, oh, you know, we're getting new members. Your first float is free. As a member, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But I wouldn't expect them to give me a free float for one float, you know. Um, that wouldn't bother me, um, but a, a permanent lower price, I think, is a totally different different deal. Uh, so I think there's different ways to approach that without kind of making it feel like a slap in the face cool. to your Great. to the people who have supported you. So that's just my opinion. That's how I yeah, do it. Absolutely, definitely. you turned it into a win-win. I mean, because it does make sense. I mean, the 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 price you're talking about, the you know that you're giving them can't stay there forever unless. You know, they're making a commitment for you to, to be there forever, too. <laughs> cool. Yeah, everybody Thank is. you, guys. That's great. That is absolutely great. You've given me some good information to, to think about and mull over. Um, let's see here. Is there anything else that you guys want to share about memberships before we wrap up the show? I think, I think a lot of good information got out there tonight. Yeah, um, good. We could talk a long time about memberships, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of good stuff to uh, to think about and, and chew on a bit in this episode. I'd love to hear some feedback yeah, um, from our listeners. The other thing with uh, members is I forgot to mention we give members a free float after eighth paid floats. I, I call oh, it a birthday cool. float. you know. But recognize them you know, for being your member for a certain amount of time. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that, you know, they recognize it. Oh, yeah, you know, you're you're, you're – you're honoring that relationship and that commitment. Awesome. Nice. That's great stuff. And I bet it kind of comes as a surprise to them too, like a little bonus. Right. Feels good when you come out of your float and you're like, it's free today. That's pretty awesome. Nice. nice. Yeah. If you, I'd it. say if you, if you have questions or want to share about uh, what memberships you have at your float center, uh, you know, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, social media. And um, I think I'd love to have Melcher back on in six months to see see how his membership is going and uh maybe we can integrate some uh some feedback and questions from our listeners nice sounds good yeah awesome love to do that one one more question melchor why is the turtle on your logo oh yeah yeah that's uh that's my spirit animal that's nice. the, the hanu uh yeah so um when i when, when we decided to to open the shop you know i went to one of those um, t-shirt vendor places on the internet and that's the that's the little symbol they <laughs> that you could get out of there you know when you make make your t-shirt yeah so uh yeah i say you know hey uh i don't know if i can but could you just send me this i could use it as a, my logo and cool she was nice enough to send me that oh, wow. the that's jpeg that's great. and that's how that's how we got it it makes and, and the other story about that is that when i was in school i always got teased you know, being called a turtle. You know, I had a big backpack, I had thick bottle, oh. Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> walk around like that. Oh, man. So, that's my revenge. I am the turtle. Nice. I own it. <laughs> well, when did you discover it was your power animal? Yeah, exactly. My, that's oh, no. my spirit animal. When, when did you b- discover it was your spirit animal? Oh, 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 no, when I was in Hawaii. 
Well, you know, you when you go scuba diving, mm-hmm. I had this experience where, you know, I was out there trying to not get salt water in my mouth and, <laughs> you know, keep my fo- my glasses from fogging up. Yeah, right, right. And this, yeah, you just, I just saw this turtle come by and just so graceful, so peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I got, damn, I'm not that right now, but oh, I want to be that, nice. you know. That's the goal is to be one in your environment, you know, fully actualized, fully awake, you know, in harmony. Beautiful. Mm. Yes. Awesome. Well, with that, I love it when we just go out on sweet notes like that, when it just happens like that. Thank you, Melchor. (laughs) Melchor, thank you so much for being on the show this week. Really uh, appreciate everything you brought to, to, to tonight's episode. Amy, thank you so much. Brian in the background, <laughs> producer Brian, thank you so much for being here as well. And uh, just a few more little bits and pieces here. One is, of course, thanking our sponsor, Float Away, who has been with us since about as long as Melchor here has been listening to the show. Uh, Float Away has been helping sponsor the show. So thank you so much, Float Away. Um, I just encourage anybody to go to floataway.com to check out the multitude of different styles of float tanks and see which ones might work for your float center, whether it's the smaller ones that work in our float center, like the Tranquility float tank, or the Gargantuan float arounds, which I think are eight foot in diameter, which is an incredible way to float. I've, I've shared it before, but the best float I've ever had was in... Um, in a uh, float around. And I think they're even bumping that up to 10 foot <laughs> uh, float arounds as well. Uh, they're making those as well. So uh, then they have the float cabins. I mean, they, they just have a multitude of different styles of float tanks that can work for your float center. So again, thank you guys for helping support us and thanks for checking them out and supporting their business. Cool little community we got here. Uh, one more time, uh, floataway.com is where you want to go to check them out. Thanks, everybody, supporting us on Patreon. Still, we are absolutely humbled by your support. It's incredible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So cool. Thank you. Um, a little bit of more housekeeping here. If you are interested in consulting, as always, we just say find somebody. We're also here for you. If you go to the consulting uh, option on artofthefloat.com, I highly encourage going through this journey with somebody who has been through it before. There's so many things I promise you're not going to consider. And for somebody who's already considered those things or made the mistake by not considering them, it can just save you so much time, energy, money, and stress. (laughs) Thanks to Anna for writing the show notes on this week's episode. And until next time, remember, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week. You're listening.